You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always. Great to have you on and hopefully we can deliver more value for you on your pathway to financial freedom today. So today is episode 39 and I want to talk about the cost of not investing. And when I say investing, I mean investing in the markets. I say investing in ourselves, investing in our business, investing in our dreams and visions and all those sorts of things. Because so often we can look at the risks associated with investing or the costs associated with investing and we take ourselves out of the game straight away. And we say, you know what, I don't want to do that because it's going to cost too much or I don't want to do that because I'm just not ready. When I have more money, I'll start investing and all those sorts of stories that we tell ourselves. But we have to understand the flip side of it as well. And, you know, I've done a podcast earlier on it as well. It's sort of that mindset of if you can't afford to invest, then that's the exact reason why you need to invest. And if your business is struggling, that's the exact reason why you need to invest into it more and invest into the learning and and development and mentorship and programs and all that kind of stuff. Now, obviously, in today's society, we are blessed because there's huge amounts of free information out there. But we do also need to take that next step at some point. We do need to invest into ourselves or we need to invest into our money and put it to work. And the reason I wanted to sort of really do today's episode was a friend of mine was doing some sums the other day and um, he's a friend, Lloyd, we've had him on the podcast before and he and I talk every day and we're always talking about investing and we're always talking about, you know, business and goals and stuff like that. And we were doing some sums actually and just looking at some of the mistakes we'd made earlier on in our business development and earlier on in our financial journeys. And we were doing some sums and essentially... We were looking at if you invested $250 a week at 20 and, you know, just into a kind of standard like ETF into the stock market, like we were using the stock market for this example, but I mean, you you adjusted to whatever, but essentially if you started at 20 years old, putting $250 a week away, by the age of 50, you would have $1.7 million in your investment. However, if you waited 10 years and you started at 30 and you did the exact same thing, you put $250 away into the exact same thing in the exact same area of the stock market, etc. But by the age of 50, you would have $665,000. Now, $665,000 is great, but it's just over $1 million less than if you'd started 10 years earlier. So then, of course, we reverse engineered it. And it was okay. So essentially by waiting 10 years to invest, it has cost us $1 million. So the cost of not investing was $1 million. And the cost of not investing over 10 years was essentially $300 a day. And that's when it was sort of really hitting us when we look at, you know, some of the money stories we tell us and some of the mindsets that we have that the cost of not investing in this, you know, this hypothetical situation, $300 a day, over $2,000 a week, it costs someone $250 a week to invest, and it costs them $2,000 a week 
to not invest. And unfortunately, we see it all the time. And, you know, we hear it from people. I wish I'd bought property sooner. I wish I'd got into the markets earlier. You know, property is, is where Angie and I love to be. And there's a huge boom going on in most places in the world. There's huge booms in property at the moment. There's huge booms in the stock market. And the great thing about it was we got into these markets years ago and, you know, decades ago in some areas even. So the, the you know, the flow on effect and the huge amount of extra equity and extra, you know, value that we've been able to create and extra wealth that we've been able to create through this market boom because we started 10 years earlier. And I think about the same in our business and I really, really look at it in the business because, Again, a friend, Rob Sperry, he was, you know, reaching out the other day and we're just talking about, you know, business growth and and how much money we'd made in our early days compared to now. And, you know, sometimes people can, you know, side note here, but sometimes people can really get lost in how much someone makes in the first week or how much they made in their first month, how much they made in that first year kind of stuff. And, And businesses more and more are really front end loading their compensation plans and that and we can lose the forest for the trees in that like we can look at how much someone made in their first week and be like oh but you know not understand the full story this person could have been doing um, you know could have been working in business and building for a launch for weeks and months and years and stuff like that the most important thing is you know what are you earning in 10 years like if we're going to talk about legacy and financial freedom it's not about what you make in your first week or your first month. It's what you're making in 10 years. Now, obviously, getting off to a fast start is better than getting off to a slower start. But there is advantages of kind of, you know, going through some really strong learning processes in the early days. Coming back to the point of my story, Robert asked me just to kind of get a little bit more defined in my numbers for some stuff he was doing. And I was looking back and In our first year, when we joined network marketing, in our first year building a business, I had a male ego. (laughs) I had this very large male ego uh, for three reasons. One, I was a male. Uh, Two, I had a health degree. I mean, I was a a physiotherapist. I was a sports physiotherapist, blah, blah, blah. I had all these certificates on the wall, and I was in a health and wellness company. So I'm like, look, I know more about the human body than anyone else, so I don't need to learn about what you're saying. And three, I had a traditional business. So again, when people are like, oh, you need to go to this business course, you need to listen to this business podcast, you need to read this business book. I was like, no, I don't, you know, I've run a business, I've done all that. And I was doing all these things and just, I was like, you know, I can figure it out on my own. I'm smart, I'm a male, blah, blah, and I had all these like ego stories in my head that you will just figure it out yourself. And of course, the reality was in our first, you know, 12 to 18 months, I refused to go to an event. It was just over 12 months before I went to an event. Now, we made in our first 12 months $3,000. And then when we started going to events in that, as soon as I started going to events and saying, you know what, actually, I do need to invest in myself. I do need to learn our business. The next, the following 12 months turned just over six figures. Sorry, just under six figures in that following 12 months. So couple of factors in that, obviously. I mean, that's part of the growth of a network marketing company and how, again, you know, once you get your systems in place and you start duplicating, but really so much of that was because I didn't invest in that first year because I didn't invest in our business. I didn't invest in myself. I didn't invest in the events. I didn't invest in the learning and the training and learning industry specific things. I'm like, oh, I know money. I know business. I know health and wellness. I don't need to do anything else except figure it out myself. 
Now that essentially cost us potentially $100,000 because the difference in the $3,000 we made in the first year compared to just under six figures in the second year, you know, you can look back and say, you know what, it cost me almost $100,000 to not just say from day one, you know what, I'm going to go to the event, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do all these things. Now, again, lots of variables in this statement, and these are generalized numbers, etc. Understand that. But it's the mindset of really, at the end of the day, looking back now, imagine if our business started a year earlier, that compound and business as far as me investing in the business, what's the compound effect of that? If all our annual wages were moved forward one year and, you know, now when, you know, businesses are turning very good income, imagine if we'd had an extra year of that. We're a year ahead of our goals. So I look at that cost of not investing and instead of saying, okay, I was so caught up in the hundred dollar ticket to the event or I was so caught up in the $20 cost of the book and I was so caught up in the cost of a mentorship program that I didn't think about what it was costing me by not doing it. And unfortunately, again, because I'm male, sometimes I'm a slow learner. Uh, you know, sometimes we, sometimes in life we keep making the same mistakes and it doesn't really matter where you are in life. Sometimes you can keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Because I look back at, you know, the, the most recent sort of six to 12 months in when I finally started my podcast and I finally kind of, you know, reached out for help to someone to help me with my book because for 12 months, a little bit over 12 months, I was like, I'll figure it out myself. I'll get this book out. I'll figure it all out myself. And I think I sold about 300 copies of the book in that first 12 months. And I would say even half to two thirds of those were just, you know, friends and family who are like, yeah, I'll buy your book to support you. I would say, 50 to 100 max were cold market. Then six months ago, I finally said to a friend, okay, like I will pay you, teach me, you know, I will invest in you and I'll invest in myself. Now the growth in our business, the number of sales, you know, the growth in followers, the growth in all those things um, has just been 10x, you know, 20x from what it was in the 12 months before. And we're only, you know, we're just over halfway through the year. So what did it cost me to not reach out to that friend for 12 months? What did it cost our freedom? And even not from a monetary point of view, what did it cost as far as like a year of our life? (laughs) Because that's something we can never get back. I can't get that year back. Now, yes, I did learn. Yes, I, you know, there's some lessons and some experiences along the way. But the reality is from a pure business point of view, it's cost me a fair bit of money And hopefully I finally stop making that same mistake. So the last thing I'll just sort of say, and and again, if if we're talking about investing in your business, if we're talking about investing in yourself, you cannot make a better investment than investment in yourself. You cannot make a better investment than reinvesting back into your business. Don't delay those. The cost of not investing is going to be 10 times more than the cost of investing. Okay, you know, find someone you love, someone, find someone you really follow, who you really resonate with and follow what they're doing and you know, buy their programs because I'm telling you, you are going to get 10 times the value out of it. You're costing yourself by not doing it. And then we'd move into investing and the cost of not investing as we ran those numbers before, there's a saying of, 
you know, of Wall Street saying that timing the market isn't as important as time in the market or time in the market is more important than time in the market, I should say, other way around. But the reality is the more time you have in the market, this early you start, you will always be successful. People who are looking to time the dips, time the movements, you know, time the candlesticks, etc. That's trading, that's short term. I've done podcasts on this that that is not investing, okay? And they've done studies. Even if you bought at the very, very top of the dot-com boom, you bought the day before the GFC, all those sorts of things, but you, you invested in a way that you could just say, you know what, I'm putting that money to work and I'm just letting it sit there. I'm not over leveraged. I'm not using margin loans, all the stuff I talked about on the last podcast, etc. You still would have quadrupled your money by now. If you'd invested at the very peak of the GFC, you know, double, tripled, quadrupled your money because it's time in the market. That's more important than timing the market. Property for us, you know, it's the same thing. Having renters come in and pay us every week is more important than getting the absolute best price. If we can get the best price, yes, that's a bonus. But I don't, when I buy a house, I don't plan on selling it for 30 or 40 years. So if I sell it in 30, 40 years time, I'm not going to be as worried if I paid five, 10 grand more. If I can pay five, 10 grand less, of course, that's a bonus. But it's about getting in and it's about the cost of not investing is bigger than the cost of investing. So next time you're faced with a challenge, next time you're faced with a problem, I want you to just change your mindset and say, you know what, what is it costing me to not solve this problem? What is it costing me to try and figure this out myself? And what is it costing me to not be putting money into the markets? What is it costing me to not put money into myself and invest in myself? Because that is always the greatest investment we can make. And that is always my wish for you, obviously, is that you can have financial freedom and you can have it straight away. Because I think that's one of the the strangest things always when you talk to people and, you know, my procrastinators and perfectionists, I love you, but if we want financial freedom, I, you know, we want it today, right? You know, I, I wanted financial freedom and I wanted to be young enough to enjoy it too. And the old part, that's where I realized the old path was going to get me financial freedom, but I was going to be 60 or so before I really realized this financial freedom. And I wanted financial for, I wanted to be financially free at 33. So I had to find the new path and thankfully we have and thankfully we've continued down this path and it's been really exciting. But if you want financial freedom and you want it tomorrow, then you have to look at the cost of not investing as being far more than the cost of investing. So guys, as always, I hope that helps. I hope you got value out of that and as always, just help you with the mindset shifts and you know, the little challenges that can come up. Um, I do tend to keep the podcast a little bit more mindset based. Uh, you know, if you're really looking for skill sets, go to my YouTube channel. It's got a, it's got a heap of skill set videos. I do kind of skill set heavy on YouTube and mindset heavy on the podcast. So the YouTube channel, if you don't follow it, if you're not subscribed to it, it's leverage to legacy. Um, and there's videos up there all the time on the actual sort of skill based side of things. Uh, otherwise guys, until next week when I'll have two more podcast episodes up, talking about financial, talking about success, talking about business mindset and all the things you need to really reprogram from the neck up. Hopefully you have an amazing week and I will see you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. 
for your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.